0: To the Speaker Giga Podcast, I'm your host Steve O. Steve, and I'm the other host Tommy T. And we got our boy Greg here. Yep, yep. Yeah. Absolutely, man. We got a fun show for y'all today. Uh, yes, we, we do. We got a special guest. We are here to talk a lot about her. But before we get to her, let's talk about what has been in y'all speakers. No, I'm not gonna go first. We're gonna let Tommy go first this time.
1: I ain't never been rip.
0: in my speakers this week, man. <laughs> <really>? <laughs> no, no. Um, in my speakers this week, bro. I listened. I checked out two chains because I thought the uh, the verses uh-huh. weekend, this weekend. So I was like checking out the two chains and and Rick Ross. But uh, E forty came out with an album. Okay. Or, E-40. or a little EP I checked out the 40 <sighs> it Ain't really do much for me, but I like E forty though. Um. Gotcha. Let's see. Brandy came out with something. Mm-hmm. I ain't really a big, huge fan of Brandy's, though. Like, I like, she has classic songs, but, like, this album really, I don't know, man. It didn't rub me the right way.
2: You
0: know? <laughs> <laughs> um, I listened to a little Keith Sweat um this weekend. And then, of course, the lovely Izzy. I checked out her songs. I really <laughs> dig it. I can I can dig that, you know. Um, but yeah, so that's that's really what I listened to this week. I think I'm missing somebody. Nah, I got everybody. So yeah, that's that's pretty much been in my speakers this week. What about you? Who who next? Greg, Greg or Izzy, you wanna go? What's been in your speakers, Izzy? Yes,
1: that's fine. Well, my speakers have been filled with um Mally music. I've been listening to Mally Music and um this new artist that I just got on, Toby. I don't know how to say his last name. I think he might be after- Yeah. yeah I, I, I
2: love, <laughs> to to
1: mm-hmm. I've been listening to his stuff. And um my regulars is just Illumin. Brandy is actually one of my favorite um artists. Really? Because she just vocally naturally, she just She's just uncomfortable, if you ask me. <laughs> so, but I was not feeling I'm like I wasn't a fan of the album yeah. or her single that she dropped. Yeah. I don't know, she let me down. But uh, who else? Oh, and PJ Morgan, PJ yeah. Morgan, man, the music's been on repeat for a long, for a while. Yeah. And Toby, mm-hmm.
0: I'm a huge fan of Toby, man. Huge yeah, fan. yeah, he's so woke, <laughs> right? Right, try oh. Jesus,
2: okay. me. <laughs>
3: Hey Greg, what's been in your speakers, bro? Bro, I'm gonna disappoint y'all, bro, because I ain't been listening to no music for like the last two weeks because of this move. I ain't been really able to turn on Jack, bro. I um, I did finally get a chance to check out that junk <laughs> after y'all reviewed it, and I mean, it was straight. It wasn't what I was expecting from it, but it was still pretty good. Yeah. Um, other than that, just like regular shit you hear on the radio. Yeah. Nothing. Nothing on purpose. <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> right.
0: just, just listening to the, radio. but being in Houston, man, how is how is the because I don't listen to radio down here at
3: all. Uh, I to radio okay. up, down there.
2: You in Houston?
3: Yeah, man, we we had to uh, we had to make a move, bro. We had to make a move. So I just got here like two weeks ago.
2: Okay,
3: so, yeah so I'm down here. So if you call yourself on tour or something like that, and you come in this area, let me know. For I'll be, so but, uh, that's
1: what I told me, ain't
3: it? Mean. Yeah. yeah, that's what it might next.
1: Yeah,
3: <laughs> bro, it's it's gonna be a, a journey. As Soon as like COVID get lifted and all that, yeah. like a chance to for real try to like infiltrate the, the music scene and all of that. That's gonna be fun, man. That's gonna be fun, man. Yeah. So, Steve, what's been Yo. in your speakers
0: this week, man? Yeah, so man, I went back to listen to that game album, that Born to Rap. <laughs> hey, bro, that's damn hard, man. Yeah, I love that album, man. That's that. Hey, like we. Check out that review when we reviewed that album, so y'all right. can kind of see. I ain't gonna go too deep into it, man. But I went back and listened to that. Uh, man, I listened to that new, uh, that new uh, Lil Vert, and yeah, that new uh, Easy Vert and uh, Future records, the two records that they put out, that yeah. uh Patek and that Over Your Head. Man, I'm all slapping, man. Yeah. I-, I enjoyed the records. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. I listened to that new uh, ASAP Fur record, Move Your Hips with Nicki. Yeah, bro. Yo. Oh, I got one, too. Yo, I'm ready for I'm ready for this COVID to be over, man. I can, I'm ready to go to the club. Yo, <laughs> that record there, man? Hey. <laughs>
1: hey.
0: Uh, man, after that, man, man, I'm stuck on that money bag. Yo, man, that say something? Man. <laughs>
1: hey. Uh, hey, it, I got
0: a... <laughs> hey. <laughs> hey, sorry, Meg, but... <laughs> oh, sheesh. Uh But, yeah, man, I've been on that Hit Boy and Dumb Kennedy. Hey, yep. make sure y'all hey, check out that album. I'm really enjoying that you, one right bro. there. Uh, I've been on a lot of Khalid and that uh and a lot of Miguel. Hey man, where's Miguel? We gotta find Miguel. I don't,
1: I don't know, know. bro. That's he, a good question.
0: He, he probably in the lab right now, man. Well, cooking you know, up something, man. Lab his ass outside. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but man, that, that pretty much it. Um, for my week, man, just been kind of. I've been I've been really busy this week, man. Yeah, been busy, busy, busy. Bro, I meant to I meant to say one more. Um, I, I'm glad you brought up uh, ASAP Ferg. Cause I checked out now too. But Mulatto mm. and, and Gucci came out with a song. Okay, um, basically it's, it's Freaky Girls Part Two, but it's her song. Like so, hmm. and she featuring a uh, uh, Gucci on there. Man, it's not Freaky Girls Part Two. I don't know the name of it, but it's dope though. Oh. Shoot, matter of fact, I'm glad you said that because I went back and earlier today, I was riding around listening to that old Gucci, that writing on the wall too, with him and DJ Holiday. Yeah. 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 I was in the zone (laughs) earlier. Man, I took it way, way back. Right, Uh, right, right. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Okay, okay. You heard any news this week? Man, I heard a (laughs) few couple things, man. One thing that I heard, man, uh... Shout-outs to Taylor Swift, man. They said that she debuted at number one with, like, the highest numbers, uh, high selling numbers uh, yeah. for the week of 2020. That's yeah. pretty uh, interesting. I'm not a Taylor Swift fan. At but all. Hey. <laughs> Shout-out to everybody who is. <laughs> but, yeah, she definitely did that. Um, after that, I know that it ain't quite new news, but it's, it's something that I do want to say, man. I heard that they uh, definitely... Identified the shooters who shot Pop Smoke and they uh, made some mm-hmm. arrests in his case. Okay. So, shouts to that, man. Long live Pop Smoke, man. Yeah. I was listening to that right. too, man.
2: Mm-hmm. I was listening yeah, to that like
0: as well, man. He's a boy. Um, right. Absolutely. That's the homie right there, man. Don't miss gone him. Before his time, man. Absolutely.
1: Yeah, I didn't know he was that young.
0: Yeah. Nah, we didn't
1: either.
3: Yeah. <laughs> How old was he?
1: He just had this uh
3: 20, he was he would have been 21, I think they see on his mm-hmm. birthday,
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was mm-hmm. it,
3: right? I'm like little,
0: so, my it's a chat, <laughs> <laughs> basically. Man. Yeah, when you, when you think about it, pretty much, man. man, it's crazy. Um, yeah, man, that's that's all I got at the moment, man. What, what you got, Tommy? Um, well, I got a little, uh, a few things, basketball started back. So oh, yeah. we finally got sports back. I know they don't have too much to do with music, but hey, um, <laughs>
2: hey it's a man thing,
0: right? Right. You just gotta put it out there. Beyonce right. uh, dropped "Black Is King." I haven't had Woo! a chance to check it out yet. It's not fire. Yo, I heard it. I heard it was good. I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, but it's an interesting story behind uh, behind some of that too. Like I've heard that a lot of people over in Africa aren't really too hyped about how it was portrayed. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Because oh, they, yeah, they said uh, the marketing made it look like you know how how America kind of makes Africa look like it's all rural and yeah. you know, uh-huh. but you know it's a lot of that that they don't really live like that. It's a lot of that where it's, it's like a big big cities and stuff like that there as well. So I heard a lot of um a lot of Africans were pretty upset by how the marketing was.
3: Yeah. Damn, that's fucked up, bro. Because I was watching it it was a, a certain portion of it where they was kind of showing, like, some nightlife in one of the cities. Yeah. That was, and the first thing I thought of was, like, damn, I ain't never seen nightlife in Africa.
0: And I think it was just a preview, you know, the preview video, because I haven't, like I said, I haven't checked it out yet, but, like, if you're saying about the nightlife part, then she probably had it in there, but uh, they're saying a lot, you know, a lot of people kind of upset that she was showing it like, you know, like it was just the real parts how yeah. you know how late night where you see them commercials and they were like donate to this
3: person, they make Yeah, it so. man. No, nah, you need to go watch it and get <laughs> yeah. there for yourself, man. Right. Don't, yeah, right. yeah.
2: Don't oh yeah.
3: yeah, I'm definitely gonna watch it. I yeah. just haven't had a chance to, but that's what uh
0: that's what I have uh read. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. We're we'll right. trying not to look at anything pertaining to it just because I'm like, man, I, I have to check this out. Waiting on my wife, man. Waiting on my wife. <laughs> Oh man, you better than me. I've been to cut that thing on. Hey, bro, bro, it be I have, to, I have to act like I never saw it before. You can do that, bro. Yeah, I've yeah, been doing got, it I all the time. Bro. I got confidence that you can laugh. I've been doing just, it all the time, but it's it's like, <laughs> I hate doing it because it's like, I'm I'm just sitting there like, man, I don't watch this yesterday.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> be wanting to talk about it and can't. Man, but, like, uh, this is my part coming up right here. <laughs> but no, uh, so yeah, so I'm excited about that one. Um, I also read that Loon was released from prison, yeah, man, after like a decade. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say, how long was he in there? He was in there for a minute, man. I didn't even know he was know in him. prison, I just thought he, uh, like just stopped. Yeah, he's been in prison for a long, for a yeah. while. Uh, let me see, man, I have to look that up. Yeah, I had it pulled uh, up somewhere. While we, but it, I know, together? I know for sure it's more than a decade. Who was After he? After nine years, nine years, Lumen was a was a singer. I want to say in, a, in like early two thousand. He wasn't, a, he wasn't he was a, a rapper singer. on Bad Boy, man. Oh yeah, he was a rapper. He was a rapper. Was I dope. didn't listen. He wasn't. He wasn't like one of my favorites, but you know, he was dope. The man
3: existed, and he was on Bad Boy. Right, so that was that's that. what it was. Yes. Yeah, the man <laughs> rapped some words on some tracks for Bad right, Boy. for Bad Boy, didn't <laughs> really stick out too much for me.
0: Yeah, you know. Um, but yeah, so he's released. Um, go vote. is another thing we got to make sure we vote out here, man. Absolutely. Um, My last bit of news is talking about Mike Tyson and Roy Jones Jr. Man, I'm excited for their fight.
1: Anybody <laughs> yeah, a lot of people ready for this. Bro, this I think nice.
0: Rick Tyson, I <sighs> wonder if he's gonna
3: win though. Man, oh, man. Like, I'm praying for Roy Jones. Yeah, them, them <laughs> videos I seen the mic looking like I don't want no parts of no, it. No I don't want no pieces of it. <laughs>
0: Nothing. Hey. And real quick for anybody who wants to read up on the uh backlash that Beyonce's getting, uh check it out, man. It, it was actually in the Washington Post. Oh okay. uh, that's what it, that's what the article was. Uh so you can check that out and read that for yourselves. All right, but uh, that's all I got for the news, man.
3: Oh, bro, you uh, skipped over the the No Limit documentary, bro. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead, go week, for bro. it, go for it. That's I haven't watched. I ain't got to do all that, man. It's just just go watch the No Limit the the first two parts to the documentary that's on BET. It done really really good. It gave me a lot of insightful information on the origins of No Limit, also Master P himself. Stuff that I ain't know, man, and I mm-hmm. thought I was a fan, so yeah, it just made me feel good to to see that yeah. in the light like that.
2: Mm.
3: I ain't gonna lie, man. When
0: I watched it, man, I definitely like finished it and then went straight to the lab, man, to to start doing something. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, I ain't yeah, working hard you know, enough, man.
1: Mine, <laughs> <laughs> that's how I feel when I watch Death Row Chronicles. Yeah, I'm like, bro, these folks are really. They supposed to say Tupac was in the studio and came out with a whole album. And right. He just didn't get out the studio. I'm like, dog, and I thought I'd be writing. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Shoot, no, I ain't doing enough. Well, I
0: ain't doing enough, right? <laughs> <Mine>. man, <laughs> man, them folks' work ethic is crazy. It's crazy, bro. man.
2: It's
0: crazy. Well, um, Izzy, do you have any news? You heard any news for this week? Anything good? No. All right,
1: <laughs> black, men. black
0: men still getting killed. That's all oh, I see. Yeah, oh man, yeah, man. it's oh,
1: the only man. news I've been seeing. We like. gotta
0: be vigilant about that too, man. man. So we yeah. gotta protect ourselves, man. Um, well, Greg, if you would please introduce our special guest for the episode today,
3: man. Okay, this is gonna be the best that I can do because this was not written by Izzy herself. I'm gonna just tell y'all where I come in. So, like I was telling Tommy earlier before we got on air. I met Easy doing Dream Fest. I don't know if it was Dream Fest seven or eight, whatever it was, mm-hmm. through um back in Memphis before I moved out here to Houston. And like I said, we was rehearsing at the Memphis Slim House. And I'm sitting in there, me and Derek just kind of vibing and stuff. I don't know if we had already done our rehearsal or what. But she came in and she had, I think one of your boys was with you. I don't know if both of them were there.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: But uh you started singing. And that just woke me up, bro. I'm over there like chilling in my own little world on my phone, and I was like, "Hold up, who is this? And why this so <laughs> small with this big ass voice, bro?" <laughs> so I'm at that point. I'm tuned in. I'm already a fan <laughs> at that moment, bro. And so, uh, just from there, like doing the rehearsals and stuff, and just seeing how you work, and then knowing the relationship that you got with Tyke, because I got my own relationship with him as well. And so mm-hmm. we kept crossing paths, and then we actually got a chance to do Dream Fest. And um, on that night. I had invited people to the show, telling them to see you, because I was like, "Bro, I was like, bruh, this this is amazing. Y'all gonna love oh, this. I, I know y'all are here to see me and Derek do our little thing, but she got this huge voice. Y'all need to see it, bro. And nobody was disappointed, bro." So, Thank you. Ever since then, I've just been a big ass fan in the yeah. background. And then y'all was doing y'all's uh, Untouchables videos. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got a chance to throw out some requests and y'all honored yes. my request. Yes, we be. Right there, like right by my birthday, bro. I was happy as yes. girl. Yeah. I was like, yeah. so I mean, yep. just a dope singer, dope work ethic, just always fun to be around. You can see the pink hair, bro. she's just as vibrant as she wanna be, bro. So <laughs> that's pretty much what I got. Easy that was
1: awesome.
3: <laughs> Welcome to the show,
0: Izzy. <laughs>
1: Thank yeah, y'all friends. man.
0: Thank you. We definitely been uh real excited about this one. I had to go back and listen to um your songs. I was on SoundCloud and I listened to My Galaxy. I was like, man, this is a really dope song. And then I like was... your voice puts me in the mind of uh Kiki Wyatt. Like a real <laughs> Dang, really... okay. Right. No, it's a it's a really, really big <laughs> no, I voice. Her. You know what mm. I'm saying, and and I love that. So, mm. yeah, I was I was really excited to to actually get into this. Um, I want to just start off by saying, what inspired you to actually start singing and and making music and writing?
1: Um, well, to be a, a an original artist, I guess you could say. Uh, it was the day K. was was named the face of Nike. This one I was like, mm. okay. I need to be an artist. I know I was singing around the city. Um, this guy, Steve Bethany, shout out to Steve O, he heard me um, sing at a. a, a Chris Edmonds, Mich- not Chris Edmonds, Sunshine Mich- Anderson. 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 Mm-hmm. I think that's her name. I don't know. A celebrity person came to Memphis. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I sung behind um, Carmen Hicks and Jerry Richardson. Shout out to them. They're nice some dope Memphis artists as well. This young lady named Carla Barnes. I'm, I don't know if y'all know Carla, but she's real popping. Everybody know her in the city. And mm-hmm. Carla was like my mentor, and she got me on this uh, gig. And so we sung behind Gerald and Carmen. And Stevo, he was hearing my tone while I was singing background. I never led a song that night, but his ears was like he was hearing me while I was doing background. Mm-hmm. And he was like, "Man, you should go to love." And uh, he was like, well, he asked me if I ever thought about singing." And I was like, "You know, I sing at church. My dad's a pastor. You know, my whole family." He was like, "You should go to love. You should go to love and audition." And I was like, "Okay, you know, what's love?" He was like, "What's love?" <laughs> you know. So I went to the I went to the club and I auditioned, and they liked it and they wanted me to stay that night. Same night I auditioned, I performed that same night, and they just kept bringing me back. And at first it was just a hobby, you know, I was getting extra money. It was cool, mm-hmm. fun. I was able to do my thing. But um I started feeling like after a while, I wanted to be a writer. I wanted to write my own music and come out with original stuff, but I wasn't a writer. Mm-hmm. It would take me days, months to write. So I linked up with Type T, my Sensei, my nigga, my teacher, he everything. He molded me really. And I linked up with Tyke and I started, you know, he started teaching me how to write and we were going mm-hmm. to little sessions and stuff. And then when Nick I know I was doing some little stuff on Facebook, like some little remakes before me and Tyke started doing remakes together.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And, um, you know, the lyrics were dope. I ain't going to lie. But I wanted to be, like, felt like I wanted people to cry out of my words. Yeah. And so I um, after after they named to the face of Nike, I was seeing how all the white people was, like, cutting up their shoes and their shirts and just the hate for black people. It just enraged me. And so I just sat in my car and I was like, man, I'm going to write something about black people because we the shit and the world needs to know this. So (laughs) I got in my car and I sit down. Wait, can I be transparent? Yeah, go for it, man. Yeah. Okay, so I was in my car and I got high as fuck. I smoked two blunts by myself and I sat in my car for two and a half hours, like 4'18". I I got the car like 645, and I wrote that to the um, Fuji's Ready or Not beat. I'm a huge Lauryn Hill Tupac Mm -hmm. fan, and so I chose that beat because I wanted to sing and rap on it. And so I prayed over my phone before I uploaded it, and I asked God for 100,000 views and 1,000 shares. And I think by the end of the week, it was at 100,000 views. And then when it hit a million views, I was like, this it, Lord. This is I'm supposed yeah. to be. Like You, you just solidified. <laughs> my artistry was solidified after that. So I just wanted to, I don't know, go forever.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what's up, man. That's, that's so dope, man. Um, a question that popped up in my head was, um, when you first started to perform, how did you get over the anxiety of getting used to uh, performing um, and did you perform your, like did you have your own songs then or it was like you was doing cover songs when you first started?
1: Yeah, when I first started, I was just doing live music, live entertainment, you know, in different clubs, lounges, restaurant stuff. So um, I didn't have any original music out. So I started in 2017 and my first, original song, My Galaxy, they mm-hmm. came out in 2018. So the okay. first year, it was just covers and stuff. Um, but the anxiety, there never really was because um, I've been singing since I was four. My my entire family, we, I just come from music, we church people, yeah. so I was always on somebody's, in somebody's pulpit, up in somebody's altar singing. Um, I was always in school, all the school talent show, everybody knew. Yeah. Italy was going yeah, to be a part. So I've always sung, you know, I've always sang in front of people. So it wasn't so much anxiety of performing in front of people. My anxiety was trying not to sound so churchy in the secular world. Okay. That's where my anxiety came in. Because yeah. the vibrato and just churchy stuff that you're not supposed to do at R&B. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. I
2: mean, I mm-hmm. guess you
1: can, but, you know, you got to balance it out, you know. Yeah. So that was what I had to overcome more than anything was trying not to sound holy on stage <laughs> or going to worship, you know, like right, right. I can praise and worship. Sometimes I will, I, I used to feel like I want to lift my hand. I don't know, it was the weirdest thing. I used to have to try to mask, like, bro, you not at church, you gotta right. remember this. this is the anxiety I had. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Man, that's I was so- I gonna say you was lucky for not having that anxiety, but I can't imagine trying to switch over from from one world to the next, like that's that's crazy, man. Right.
1: Yeah, especially being a pastor's daughter, you know, people got th- these things to say. And my granddad, well, he he supports me, but he's traditional. My he's in his eighties, so you know, he he said I would be singing the juke joints. That's what he be telling me.
2: So, <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> so you know, trying to yell switch over, and then you got people for some reason the church world they'll look at your parents for the stuff that you do, even though I'm grown, I make my own decisions, you know? Yeah, yeah. They was looking at my mom and dad type stuff. So yeah, it was it was kind of whatever, but I ain't yeah. never gave a damn,
0: so whatever. That's what's uh, like, man. Kind of going off what Greg said, Greg said something that's so important is having that switch. And a lot of singers in the R&B world, most of them, I mean, a lot of singers, period, really start off in the church, mm-hmm. so you know kind of having that switch and kind of having to maneuver between the two one thing that i always uh that i wanted to ask you was when did you fall in love with r&b like was it you know coming from like you just said you said you was, uh, you're the daughter of the pat you're the pastor's daughter and i i know cuz i some of the pastor's children was some of my best friend they was like Man, I guess I was the heathen,
2: <laughs>
0: you know what I'm saying, but they were my best friends, so they made you know brought me to the house, made sure I was good, whatnot mm-hmm. uh, I wasn't that bad, I wasn't that bad, but you know <laughs> I know at some point you know the singing acquire something uh something incredible, and you have to be in love with that with that uh gospel music, but at some point you know when you hit that switch. When did you fall in love with R&B? What was that song? What was that time? Like, share that with us.
1: Man, I fell in love with R&B when I was a teenager. Um, when I heard Have You Ever by Brandy. Mm. I was like, this is the most beautiful sound I've ever heard in my entire life. Cause we, we were brought up on gospel music and oldies. My dad is a music connoisseur. Mm-hmm. I don't know a song that he does not know. Like we were young listening to groups like the silver, y'all ever heard the silvers.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I ain't heard see, Greg, see. You
1: right, no. Greg. You don't even like. <laughs> my dad had us young listening to folks that a lot of kids probably don't even. You know what I'm saying? But it was never. Um, it was always their era. You know the mm-hmm. Anita Baker's and the Temptation, which I love. But my dad now wasn't up on like the new age R&B, the Monica's, the Brandys, the Tanks, all of that. Um, yeah. So we really didn't get a chance to hear, you know, the newer R and B. But when I heard, "Have you ever?" I think that's when I fell in love with R and B, and when I fell in love with Brandy. And mm-hmm. I wanted to—I don't know—I I always kind of feel like I wanted to sing. I never wanted to be an artist, but I did used to want to sometimes, you know, sing little circular songs and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But I was just always nervous at the backlash. But after I heard Have You Ever, I was like, I could sing this song. And I think she came out with this song when I was like 13 or 14. And I remember, um, I was like, I could sing this song. Oh, this is such a beautiful song. <laughs> so I was saying my early teenagers, like when I started falling in love, Brandy made me fall in love with r b for real. Mm.
0: Mm-hmm. Hey, I, I, I really think Brandy is under, like underrated and under celebrated in the she, R&B world. She definitely, she, she, was, she definitely is. Yo, she, she I'm, I don't want to say the word she was. I, She's great. Like, just being honest. She's great. Yeah. Um, I know that probably uh, she is,
1: yeah. but yeah. her marketing, I don't yeah. know. Something's really going on.
0: Absolutely. I think that was the problem. Yeah. I think they linked uh a lot with her and Ray J's antics, you know, whatever yeah. he was going through. And I think that hurt her. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. the, uh, you know, and, and the uh I think it was the whole
1: crime. accident, the killing thing.
0: Oh yeah. Man, I forgot. Do you about remember
1: mine, right? And you know, but even before that. So, see, I'm a huge Brandy fan. So y'all know, Brandy <laughs> has Brandy. She either got pregnant by one gay or had a no. She didn't have a baby because she only got the daughter, serious. Mm-hmm. She got pregnant by one guy or something. And for a while, um, y'all know the guy from where he from? What group he Boys from? Men. That's right. Yo. Look, he's from. I do Look, I'm gonna look she, it
0: up. <laughs> for, a, for a
1: while? So have you ever is about one year, actually. Have you ever oh, okay. is about him? Mm-hmm. And for a while she was lying. She was you pregnant. She man. was lying right. because she had this good girl image. You know, she branded, she Moesha, she Cinderella, you know what I'm saying? And That's her true. shit ended up coming out and that messed her up. I was re well, I actually watched the documentary about it, but that messed her. That started to kind of like mess her up because mm-hmm. she was lying, you know. And then uh she got back on doing her thing. Then the I mean, the killing happened, the accident or whatever. And it was mm-hmm. like, dang, she was messed up again. That's a series of like,
3: unfortunate <laughs> events, right? Yeah, absolutely. and
1: her marketing, I just feel like they don't, she needs to Olivia Pope, like they don't know how to, I don't know, yeah. something missing. Vocally, she is too naturally gifted to not right. be an A-list artist, like for real. No, and I don't, absolutely. I will not consider her A-list. She she talented A-list, but I will not consider her A-list.
2: Man,
0: and I'm glad you said all that because that really brought me back. And now I'm like, dang, all that did happen. Yeah, and it's crazy because you you like really forgot, you know, like really right, forgot right. that all that happened in her journey to where she mm-hmm. where she's at now. Which, man, I really hope she you know gets her just due, because uh, you know, she 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 is great. Uh, just she is. yeah, absolutely. So I so I so so in the Brandy and Monica thing, who did you have? You had you was team Brandy. You was really, really, oh, dang. Was really <laughs> pissed off at Monica.
1: <laughs> Monica, I mean, I, lo- I love Monica. She's beautiful. And Monica, fashion and hair, like, ain't nobody seeing her. Like, she the, she the shit. But vocally, she's slightly toned deaf. She's pitchy as all get out. I mean, it's just a big old mess. Man.
0: <laughs> <I didn't> <laughs> That's a brandy That's fan so. right there. That's I am a brandy not, a, fan, even if I, I was right. a fan of yep. Brandy though, so I don't right. think. Hey, I love both of them. I love both of them. Yeah. We love both of y'all. Y'all keep y'all thing going. Right. Uh, she got so some
1: good ass songs. I say absolutely man. Songs. Yeah.
0: They both got some they both got some them classic records. Mm-hmm. Um so we we kind of already know that Brandy was like a big influence in, in your career. Uh would you like to share with us who else was um who what other artists or producers were like big influence- uh big influencers in your career as you know saying through your journey to become you know saying this amazing r and b star
1: um Leila Hathaway and anita baker i um mm. I really love them i want when I get to the platform I would really love to do a trio song with us three um they they're huge inspirations for me and um I love Marvin Gaye. I love Marvin Gaye. I love his artistry. I love his vocals. I love his writing ability. Like he was just everything. Man. And Sam Cooke. I'm a huge fan of Sam Cooke. Yeah. And I was liking Sam Cooke. Um, you know, back when he got "Cupid go Down You," but y'all know that song. And yeah. yeah. come and then end up finding out that he's our cousin. He's like my third cousin. Oh, you wow. know. So I'm like okay. Yeah. Okay, we got we got fame in the family. <laughs> but, hey,
0: uh, hey, hey! Yeah. For all y'all that heard it first, she she broke news here first. <laughs> we on that news? Yeah, because nobody right. knows it. <laughs> nobody.
1: And also, my um, I have a cousin who sings now. Kashif, his name is Kashif Johnson, and Kashif uh was a big influence for me before I ever started doing artistry, like singing in the church and stuff. When it comes to all the first cousins. Cause she was like our sensei because she was mm. the singer of the Cuz. All the rest was the same, but this nigga can sing his ass <laughs> about you know, he I I I've always been a fan of him, she's always been a fan of
0: him. Mm. Mm. Man, that's amazing. Yeah, that man. is amazing. So so I th- there was something that's very interesting, right? So Greg, I for, so I love to look at how you know what I'm saying, like. I believe in like what is it? It's like three, you know, you're like three degrees separation from like everybody. Yeah. I think that's the same. So it's always interesting because like me and Tommy grew up together. You know what I'm saying? Like this is my uh, you know what I'm saying? This is you know, pre- this is my absolute best friend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um so what okay, so what um, so what's so interesting is like I want to make Greg if Tommy would've never, you know what married am married his wife. And the most interesting thing is, I've never met Greg in my life, but Greg has worked with people that I know. So mm-hmm. like, I heard you mention like Tyke T, and then he sent me some stuff that you did with Hot Rod. And the crazy thing is, I met all of them at MTSU. So, you know, it, it's one of the coolest things in the world and I always love it, because I always be like, dang, have we ever like crossed paths? So, <laughs> That made me think of, you know what I'm saying, a question Why I, I just pretty much want to ask you, like, who are some of your favorite artists and producers to work with? Because, you know, you I've, I've seen that you've worked with Tyke and, you know what I'm saying, that's one of my homies. And then Hot Rod, <laughs> that's one of my homies. But me, I don't think me and you have ever met. I don't uh, think so. Yeah, I don't think so. It, it, it's weird. But, uh, but yeah, so who are some of your, you know what I'm saying, up until this point, who are some of your favorite artists, some of your favorite uh, producers, that you have worked with thus far,
1: um, Rod is my my number one main producer. Nobody can capture um, my retarded, weird ass vibes like like Rod can. His beats they just speak to me. Rod makes beats specifically for me. Like I go to his studio and you know we listen to beats that he had in mind specifically for Easy. I can truthfully say that Rod gives me doper beats that he give other artists. And if it's an artist that's watching and you feel the way, this not my problem. <laughs> because
2: <laughs> he, Bri,
1: like, he, he likes the way I write, he likes the way I execute the beats and stuff. So, Rock, he's number one uh, for, I have, I've had i had a lot of producers that still send me so much trash, but I've turned down so many people. You know. Even- Funny, well, it is funny to me because I'm like, why would you send me this? But I got these new guys I'm working with: Nerd Tunes, Kevin Jones, and Johnny Tate. And since Rod, these those two have been the only other producers that can capture, you know, mm-hmm. my emotions and everything. So Hot Rod is number one, and then uh Johnny and Kate—I mean, Johnny and Kate, Johnny and Kevin. <laughs> Johnny and Kevin, they are um, my number two producers. Uh, I love working with them. Now, all of them, they let me be free. They give their input, but what I love about them is they let me be free. Like Whatever easy feel like she want to do, we're going to let her do it. We're we going to tell her if we ain't, you know, if it sound weird, but they give me free range, and I love it about them. Um, as far as artists, type T.
0: <laughs> awesome. That's <laughs> type my home right there, man. That's <laughs> I have really
1: worked with a lot of uh, I haven't really worked with a lot of artists but just because of the lane that I'm in. Mean, you know, I do more self-conscious artistry, like female Tupac type shit, you know. Mm. So I'm, I'm conscious about who music I get on. You know, I got to listen to it. And most of the time, it's some shit that I'm not going to even put myself on because I don't mm. represent it. So it's a lot of people that, you know, whatever. Type, though, I, I love working with Type. Now, this girl from L.A., Kimmy Morgan, and this other girl named Lex, we all got a three thing song together and it was really dope. It was really dope. So I like working with them too. But Tyke is like, I, want, I, don't, I don't like doing stuff with nobody really but him because we understand each other. And yeah. if I go off on him, he ain't gonna, he understand like this easy. You know what I'm saying? We just got a yeah. bond. It's
0: crazy. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, you know, the stuff you just said is so important and I hope that any artists that are listening today must understand that it's so important for people to let you be natural. It's mm-hmm. okay to, you know what I'm saying, throw inputs in and to help you through the process, but it's got to be natural because fans are going to read straight through it. They're going to be like, man, yeah. she's robotic and shit. She just said the song she wrote off of papers and yeah. so on and so forth. And like, like I, I used to, man, I'd be around with Hot Rod and I was, you know what I'm saying, like, me and Hot Rod was like, really like, you know what I'm saying, we was a team at, at, a, at a certain point when he was up here before he uh, went back to Memphis and like, you know what I'm saying, we had folks, we sit up one night, have folks all together trying to write hooks and get hooks sent out and and stuff like that. We was finna build a studio and it it was, it was so cool, man. That's, that's one of my homeboys, man. I'm so happy that y'all, um, man, that, that, not only that he's flourishing, but that I'm getting to meet people that he gets to affect. Because man, dude is so special. And I know yeah. for him, if he work with you, you got to be something special. You know what I'm saying? You yeah. don't just he. You know what I'm saying? He don't just work with anybody. So mm-hmm. man, that, that's that's big, man. I'm so happy for that, man. Yeah,
2: hey, he's dope. Man. Oh
0: man, that that is awesome. That is awesome. I'm gonna let the fellas, make Y'all got anything, man? Y'all want to jump in? Hey, about?
3: man, I was enjoying the conversation, man. What? Oh man. Is- oh, man. I, I, Being a terrible host, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Greg ain't no terrible like, host. He did. Greg just yeah. seemed to seem be smiling and
1: listening.
3: Right. Oh yeah. Right, right.
2: right. Yeah. See, Greg it's, was
0: there for the ride, so yeah. He, well, for a portion of it, so he probably know a lot more than us. You know what I'm saying? Yeah.
1: Yeah. He was.
0: Man, that's that's like the one of the coolest things. Like I'm not a singer, but if God blessed me with vocals to sing, bruh, like it'll be. I be trying to sing to everybody I knew. So, I so much. <laughs> I would, man, but you know, I, I know my lane. So, but um, the biggest thing for me is performing, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I enjoy doing the podcast and everything like that. And I get to talk to my friends and stuff, but it's still like somewhat of me performing because I'm telling my truth in a medium, in a uh video medium or mm-hmm. audio medium. For you, um, how has this current um, pandemic impacted your ability to perform um, live performances?
1: It it basically completely stopped. (laughs) Uh, It has impacted it drastically, it has stopped. The money, you know, I've had a few gigs here and there. Mm-hmm. Um, but like being in the lounges and all this stuff, when they got back open and I had some people talking to me about some stuff, we went right back to phase one. They had to the close right back down. Mm, yeah. So it, it took a it took a lot of money away that was coming in. So I just been trying to keep myself up on it with writing, you know, trying to mm-hmm. still writing stuff. But it's yeah. it's been awkward. I hate this. Yeah. I hate it. And I know people been doing the live things going live and little live concerts and, you know, get cash out and stuff like that. I was thinking about doing it, but I just never got, I don't know, I never did. But it has missed, up. it's missed up a lot.
0: Hey, it's still
1: plenty of time.
0: Yeah, I mean, <laughs> don't Absolutely. seem like it's going, though. Yeah. Like, are y'all still in phase one in Memphis? They
1: took, I don't know, I, I don't know what's going on now. They took us back to phase one, like, I don't know, maybe like some a, a month or so ago, maybe. Um, and stuff supposed to be closed down, but Memphis, you know how we are. Yeah. They people still been out and stuff. And then so you got the when they got the curfew, you had some people having events, you know, near the end at curfew time. You know, so just like <laughs> they still doing what they want to do, you know. So yeah,
2: yeah.
1: I don't, yeah, I don't really know.
0: And I love Memphis. What have been, what it. has been some of your favorite performances so far in your career for you?
1: Man. Love, I, I can't say I have. I'm lying, I had two favorite performances. My first time ever rapping in my six, I've always sang. My first time ever rapping, I was in love. And I did Cardi B, Bow Yellow. When I tell y'all, I turned that bitch up. They was so <laughs> loud, this shit. y'all. This shit was so loud, I was like, I, I man, I was all around the club singing, didn't I? Never yeah. knew, I was ramping, walking around the whole club. And <laughs> you know, like, it was spectacular. <laughs> yeah. And then I have some friends, Andy and Tony. Um, they call themselves the Socialpreneurs, and they do this event here called Top off Sunday. And um, I sung at that event, uh, and I did. The, the whole night was good. It was really good, but I did Long walk, Jill Scott. People like to hear me sing Jill Scott. Long walk, but yeah. this particular time, I don't know what was in me. That joint was so live. <laughs> everybody, everybody was standing up. All I saw was his cameras and stuff. Like it was the most awesome feeling ever. So yeah. that was my two favorites. Then my two big performances. Mm-hmm. Oh, hey, man. so it's
0: love a club or a yeah, oh it is. It's a club. Yeah, it's oh, a really
1: okay. popular club here. All
0: right. You know, I ain't so, from Memphis, but I'm.
3: I'm. Yeah, it, it ain't in the Memphis. part of Memphis that you uh used to going to, bro. That's Eastside, is it? That's uh, that's my still for grounds. Oh,
2: okay.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Look here, yeah, I got a partner, man. We came down there one time, man.
0: He took me everywhere, but where I wanted to go, <laughs> I'm in the hood, so I like to go to the hood spots, man. He took. I want to go anywhere, like take me to the club, bro. Like I want to see Memphis, Memphis. Like you, you know what I'm saying? Like you can take me to. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you can take people to the, you know, the commercial spots. Mm-hmm. But then folks were like, damn, bro, you should have went to this place, should have went to that <laughs> place. Yeah. I want to, you know what I'm saying? Like, I want to go to, take me to the hood. I'm good, man. Take me to the spots. Uh, I got one homeboy. He drove me through all the hoods. He was like, hey, bro, you know, we take this street, man. You not old, man. We in we no Memphis, man. That's my dog, man. I miss um <laughs> yeah, man. I got hey, <laughs> I like going them spots, man. But yeah, I had a good time on Bill Street though still. Yeah. Yeah, wanna, Beale. Like, Beale yeah. Beale Street, yeah. Beale. Uh you recently signed to a major label, correct? No. Oh, I you signed
1: did? a distribution. I signed a distribution deal. Okay, gotcha. Through the la yeah. So oh, I awesome. um didn't want to sign. I've never wanted to sign to a label because I just feel like I didn't want my artistry to be changed. So many mm-hmm. people want to compare me to Cardi. You know, I got all the colors and I'm loud. But in all honesty, I'm older than her. I've been doing this shit longer than Cardi has. So Cardi <laughs> 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 trying to be like me, I didn't like. <laughs> <I'm just, laughs>
2: <laughs> that shit. <laughs> <laughs> own that shit. But dang. Why?
1: So, um, guy, what was I saying?
0: Oh, that you did. You signed, you signed a distribution ma- deal. Oh, yeah, that's uh, right. Deal. I never
1: wanted to sign to a label because mm-hmm. I feel like they was going to try to change me. And then I know the type of music I make is not commercial. You know, it's not mm-hmm. trashy. I'm not talking about sucking and screwing and, and, you know, getting a break and flipping and all this stuff they yeah. talk about. I'm talking about injustice and social issues and suppressed feelings and, you know, all of these Lauren Hill 80s type of shit, death mm-hmm. row type of shit that don't nobody really talk about no more, you know. I, I try to I equate myself to them because they were just so controversial and appreciate. They was just gonna say what they felt. Gotcha. But I know a lot of people now, they be want commercial or they want the comment. So I never wanted to sign to label because I feel like that's what they were gonna try to turn me into. Mm-hmm. So what that. universal did, they end up seeing my video on Facebook. It said, um, when they saw it it was at six million views. So their whole thing was you organically got six million views of a video that you did not put ads to. You yeah, know, yeah. like, yeah, mm-hmm. that's and it was like, was you wrote yeah. it. And I'm yeah. like, yeah, it's I still got it in my phone, in my notepad, I wrote this, you know? Yeah. And I was yeah. like, like nobody here knows know what to do with you. And so basically that's just what it was. Like nobody here knew how to market easy. Nobody here really, it was a lot of folks saying stuff, but they really couldn't help me because they didn't know how to get me yeah. to where I need to be because it's like, you are some different shit, you know what I'm saying? And so, when I was talking to Universal, the guy from Universal, I was very blunt with him. And first, what drew them into me is the fact that I was unimpressed. They had all these plaques on the wall, like my business manager. He's the guy. He's the exec from <coughs> Universal. But when I first met him, you know, he got all these plaques on the wall. Jay Z. Uh, he was really, really good friends with Michael Jackson. He's mm-hmm. working with the Jacksons now. Got mm-hmm. Cardi B, J. Cole, all these folks. And I was like. Okay. And I told him, I said, I don't mean no harm, but you show me out, This is my words to him. I said, I really don't give a fuck about none of this. was <laughs> my exact words. I said, I really don't give a fuck about none of this because I can leave about here tonight and never hear from you again. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. That's exactly what I told
1: him. And he was like, damn, okay. Like, who not hurt you? Like, can you give me a chance, you know? Can you give me a chance? And I told him, I was like, you know, you could look at a video or whatever. I was like, but I'm unimpressed. So he saw the video. He got the phone. He copied this man named Joe Isbro. If you ever go Google Joe Isbro, Joe Isbro is the man. He is yeah. the man. He's uh he's part of the Gambino family. So, you know, the Italians got that money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he mm-hmm. he's described as his last name is I-S-G-R-O, Isbro. Thank yeah. You. And he's described <laughs> as um, they say that he's single-handedly uh helped the careers of Michael Jackson, Elton John, Madonna, you know. So the guy I met from, from Universal, he called Joe on the phone that night. He told Joe, he was like, Joe, I got your lady sitting in front of me. I just looked at this video, this girl got six million views, can I send it to you? Joe, when he had John on the phone, Joe was like, please do, that's all Joe said. He sent the video to Joe, Joe watched it. Joe texted him back was like, let's put her to work. It was just that fucking easy. And I've been talking to all these stupid-ass Memphis folks. They take you through 22 people before you get to the source. And I'm like, oh. I know this shit easier than this. Like, it got to be somebody that can make it. Like, I know, you know what I'm saying? Mm, yeah. and God just said that whole thing was just set up. Because when it, it was happening, I was, we were, da- I was downtown with my home. We were riding scooters. At the time, she was telling Mike, Mike Dockery is the man from University. At the time, she was telling Mike about me. I was over there by two on one, popping falling off the school. that had scraped my body up. I'm mm. talking about to the white meat, y'all bleed. Every, mm. You know, just a kid. I'm some childish ass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I know so exactly she called me. <laughs> she asked me to come. She like, I got this guy. I want you to meet. You know, so I had to walk in his office all bloody and stuff. So it was just like that whole night. It was just like, what just happened? So when I left, I'm like, what the fuck did just happen? Okay, he was like, we need to have another meeting with you. And I'm like, okay. So he met with me and my Bobby. Shout out to my Bobby. My manager name is Bobby. Shout <laughs> out to Bobby. Shout, <laughs> Shout out, out to Bobby.
2: Bobby.
1: <laughs> yeah. We, he, Bobby and I, we met uh, with Mike because we had several meetings. Several meetings before papers were actually signed. So we met with Mike, you know, and we listened to him or whatever. And so my man, uh, Bobby started calling folks because he was mentioning people like Lodi. I don't know if y'all ever heard of Lodi. Lodi's a big producer in, in Memphis. Mm-hmm. He helped Jeezy career get off, back mm-hmm. off the ground. And so he was calling all these names out. So we started calling Connects, trying to, you know, check the story, trying to figure mm-hmm. out, you know, if these niggas really financial. legit. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. So mm-hmm. we were like, you know, if we got back, like, work with them. Like if they want to work with you, work with them. And I was still keeping it cool. I'm like, okay, whatever. So we went through all of these means, And so he was like, you know, let's work out some terms and shit. And I was like, well, I don't want to sign to a label, Mike, because I don't want to, I don't want to change my artistry. I'm who I am. I'm not changing her color. I'm not changing. If I want to wear blue lips, I'm going to have blue lips, you know? And he was like, we like your style. We don't want you to change. He said, what we want you to do is we want you to sign, sign a distribution deal with us where, where you do a label within a label. He mm-hmm. said, so with that, you got full control, so, so it's an eighty twenty deal. And I mm-hmm. got full control. Um, they can't make Universal or Bungalow, can't make no decisions before coming to me, asking me, am I, I have to approve it. Mm-hmm. And starting in 2022, I get to sign artists to my own label. So everything worked out perfectly because it's like I didn't have to sign nobody. They gonna put money behind my projects. I'm not taking them of that money and putting it in my pockets. This money going towards my music. They gonna mm-hmm. take this money, put it behind the projects, Put, I've already been on one, one show with a lot of artists of uh, the Jacksons. The Jacksons are doing a farewell concert.
2: Yeah. Just mm-hmm.
1: found out I'm gonna be opening up. I'm going to Indiana. Oh, I gotta open up. Man, for, no. So I don't I, I don't have to sign. I'm, I'm not to no label. I got a distribution deal. I'm my own fucking label. I'm yeah. making yeah, my own. You know, see, right, you know what I'm right. saying? Right.
2: Absolutely. Like, Black
1: people power, fuck you mean like I ain't nah. I don't want nobody to sign up for me. And so they were really just it was like you raw, you don't care what you say to us. We telling you we gonna help you, and you still don't give us fuck what you say to us. Like they was loving it though, like you it's like we want you and you pretty. We want you, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, mm. shit, what's up? And I was still on some play stuff, like this was up, you know, she this, <laughs> <laughs> this works.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <Brother. Yo. Hey. laughs> Yo.
1: Uh.
0: What you just shared with us, and uh, what you just shared with us, is so like when you when people say you know what I'm saying dropping gems, yeah. I don't yeah. I don't know if you know, but you just drop so many gems for so many artists around mm-hmm. the world. Mm-hmm. It's not easy to get a distribution deal straight out the gate,
2: right. and be mm-hmm. you know,
0: like, That's hard.
2: Mm-hmm. Like
0: that's hard, and um, for you what? to be able to do that, not only do that, but so that you know, keep your image, do what you want to do, have a mm-hmm. distribution deal, tell them straight up, hey, man, because you could have signed and then just been another artist on the show. Unfortunately. Right. And the right. fact that they actually came out and said, we don't know what to do with you was very important. Mm-hmm. Um, so I want to say thank you because you just shared so much for so many artists around the world that need to know something. And mm-hmm. That's something that you don't always get. You got a lot of people that jump, you know, once they get to where they at, they're like, oh, man, you know, this, this, and that, and the third. But you gave it to us straight. You done gave, gave us chase. your whole
3: journey. And like, <laughs> right, and down uh, to the scarred up
2: uh, Yeah, I, man. I <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> and, and that's so special. Hey, that's special, because I, I done been a, been a part of labels and, and stuff like that. I used to rap back in the day, so on and so forth, and seeing people what they were looking for and not mm-hmm. being do this and saying you can't do this, but you just really blo- broke the mold and probably going to change the game. Uh, uh, so keep doing what you're doing. You understand? Doing it. Keep yeah. doing it. That's going to be something amazing. And I- I'm so ready to see what- where it ends up at.
3: Yeah.
1: Thank y'all. Definitely,
3: man. Definitely. Um, Greg, did you want to jump in? Man, I was just going to say, speaking of changing the game and, and seeing where you're going, bro. Like, what do you see yourself going? in the next, you know, two, three, four, five years? what you see the EZ brand looking like?
1: Man. I have so many visions. I just see it being enormous and shedding light on artists. My goal, people who I sign to the label, they're gonna be kinda like me, shedding light on people who are fearless, people who actually got a message. Like, that's what I want the brand. That's why I'm I'm naming my my label is named Higher Nation. And mm. that that um yeah, i just gonna keep walking. They're
0: just gonna keep walking, They're gonna be on YouTube, just let them know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> they actually. uh that
1: that name is actually the name of my father's church. Mm-hmm. And mm. so um I at first I was like <coughs> I didn't want to, I love the name, I've always loved that name, and I was thinking, I was thinking about names and stuff for the label, because I wanted it to represent what I wanted the brand to be, and I was, at first, you know what, I'm going to go ahead and use it, and I decided, I'm going to clean, like, I'm not going to curse in my music anymore, it's going to be profane free, and so, I wanted to, I I wanted my label or my brand in the next few years to show, like, a higher nation. I'm on a higher mm-hmm. mental. I'm on a higher spectrum. I'm on a higher dimension. I think higher than the rest of y'all. I write higher than the rest of y'all. My visions, my prayers, all of that is higher than y'all. Y'all come and I'm an anomaly. Y'all, I'm I'm not like y'all. We, we not the same. We in different lanes. And, and I call my, my people Easy Nation. So we, it was perfect, higher nation. So mm-hmm. that's what I want my brand to be like. Shit, we on a higher elevation, you know, than everybody else. Like I've been watching Differal Chronicles. I don't know if y'all seen it, but I've been watching Different Chronicles. And mm. they are what I would love, not without the killing and shit. But <laughs> just the way,
2: <laughs> just
1: the way that the way them they were all elevating, and every every single artist on the label, all of them, they were people that was spitting real shit, had messages, and they were all top ass fucking artists. Nobody who was You know, whack or no, she everybody was like, You really don't know who to pick because they all were just so powerful. And that's what I want the easy brand to be like, easy, and everybody to come behind her like, them folks powerful. They talking about she, they waking us up. That's what I want my brand. We gonna, I'm going to wake y'all up. Y'all need to see. Because it's so much shit hiding in plain sight. And folks mm-hmm. are fucking blind. And I'm like, y'all stupid as shit. Y'all need somebody that's going to help y'all. For real, like the world is crazy to me. It's so bandwagon. So I'm playing off of that. Well, since everybody want to be on a bandwagon, well, okay, man. Y'all coming to my bandwagon. Uh-huh. Like, you know what I'm saying? I, I'm trying to, I just want to wanna I just wanna my brand to, to show growth. For real. Growth and freedom. This is what I want it to be.
3: Heard that, yes, yeah. it's, it's goddamn. It's like whenever, really? you, whenever you start the talking, it's just like you just let, like uh, Steve said, the gems just freely flow, right? Right, <laughs> you to just fall out, like you don't even know them just come now. you like, you can keep <laughs> right there, you ain't gotta put that hoe out there, right? There. <laughs> right. You just letting them just go, bro. I appreciate that, man. Yeah,
0: <laughs> no, I appreciate the, the authentic. authentic the you. authenticity, yeah, you, you know these certain words that I struggle with, that's one of them, but uh I appreciate that, man, um because you know so many times as a fan of music, I'm sitting up here, I'm just thinking about the correlation between everybody up here, and I'm like, I'm the fan, you know what I'm saying, so as a fan of music, you appreciate somebody being real to you,
2: mm-hmm. you know when you mm-hmm. talk to
0: them when they're when they're presenting their music and everything like that, mm-hmm. I want to say thank you for that. You know, no problem. Thank um, <laughs> you. Like just just kind of like doing the research about you and everything. I I had no doubt that's what we was gonna get. So um we really do appreciate that. Um before we go, I wanna ask you to where can we find you? Where can um you know, where can we see your your work and everything like that? Would you give us all
1: of that info? Yes. My um Facebook is Easy The Songstress. The is spelled T H A. And my IG is dope underscore ass underscore easy. Dope ass easy. And so those are my on social medias. And my music is on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple, Amazon. Yeah, it's on Amazon Prime, I think Type said. Oh yeah. Google Play. It, and there's it's on a whole lot of other stuff. I never even heard of like Deezer and I don't know, some stuff that I don't know about. It's on yeah. a lot of <laughs> stuff. I
2: think some people put some Everywhere.
1: stuff
2: on YouTube. Yeah,
1: I, I got a, a YouTube page that I really don't utilize, but it's some stuff on YouTube that I've seen some other people put up on of me, you know, too, so.
2: Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Okay. Okay. Cool. Cool.
0: Cool. Well, like I said, I want to thank you for being a part of Speaker Geekers podcast, being a guest on our show. We really thank y'all for it. Me. Absolutely. We really do appreciate it. And uh you thank know, y'all for letting me
1: be so transparent, open. Oh, for I shows, love man. interviews like these.
0: I hate having to be like no for sure, man. It's right. like you gotta say what you gotta say, man, and get it out there. Yeah, <laughs> I'd rather you do that than, than try to make up something. I'm a terrible liar, so I try my <laughs> best to tell the truth. <laughs> yeah, I can't lie either. I start like, laughing. I forget, forget what I lied about, man. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm awful, man. But um, but thank you guys for listening to another episode of Speaker Geekers Podcast. Um, if you haven't already, please go subscribe to the channel. Um, follow us on Instagram at Speaker Geekers Podcast, Facebook at Speaker Geekers Podcast. You can find me on Instagram at I am Tommy T the third D-A-3-R-D and uh, you can find Steve at on Instagram at the great Steve-O-Steve Steve. yeah <laughs> D-A yeah. not a T A, great Steve-O-Steve and also you can Yo. find Greg Greg what's your Instagram man? man it's at instantly underscore G bro instantly underscore G and there, there it go. is um, once again thank you Izzy for being a part of the show today. And no uh you guys go follow her, follow her music. Um, she's uh she's doing big things, man. Dropping gems in the in the podcast today. So we appreciate it. And Thank uh y'all. that's all I got, man. Steve, what else you got? Hey man.
2: <laughs> What's up?
0: hey hey I told What's y'all mean? man we gotta do this Memphis episode man hey, hey it's coming yeah, hey it's coming, man. Man. Tennessee coming. hey Memphis hey I'm, that's all I'm gonna say hey if you sleeping on Memphis man. Then, 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 hey, you <laughs> assed up yeah yeah ho- up, how real? about that yeah yeah <laughs> ho- I'm gonna say that <laughs> how about it Shoot.
1: Where, are you, where are you at Steve
0: <laughs> I'm in Nashville but I'm originally from Nashville, Nashville
1: okay oh I yeah. love Nashville
0: <laughs> oh well, shoot! Next time y'all in, when t- next time you in town, hot letters, we'll be yeah. around. Yeah. Tell me in Atlanta, so you won't see. me. Yeah, it'll yeah. be me right, right You in Atlanta? Yeah.
1: I gotta come there too. I, I've sung, I sang at um, uh, Nashville, and those people, they were so sweet. They were about to pull me off the stage. It was so awesome. They yeah. got real good vibes. But yeah. Atlanta, I have not been there. so
0: got come down. You yeah. gotta come down. Yeah, Whenever I heard. Come down, let us know, man. We'll be out there.
3: Yes. Um, Greg, you got anything? Man, I ain't got nothing, man. I'm just I'm really, really appreciative, uh Izzy, that you responded when I hit you up, man. So, uh, always you my nigga, bro. Yeah,
1: we man,
3: love I, I knew you I knew you was gonna respond to shit. I wasn't doubting it. I'm just saying, I'm just glad that you was able to do this, man. Because supposed to be busy, bro. So I'm just glad you was able to fit this in. Bro, I
1: had we had to put the kids outside. I said, I
3: I just uh <laughs> <laughs> right. like you. Yeah,
1: would
3: be all right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: Well, guys, I think that's everybody. So, um, go check us out. And, uh, yeah, I'm out, man. Peace. Peace.
1: Bye.